Shalom, shalom, wonderfully blessed. I am so excited that you have tuned into Dominion Plus Life webinar. We pray that the blessing of God would overtake you and that you would experience God's plans, His power, His in presence in ways that you didn't even have a clue. Let's get into this week edition of Dominion Plus Life. And we are so grateful for the worship and, and those of you that supplied tonight. We are so grateful to have this opportunity to impart in generations and watch the glorious things that God will do from the inside out. You know, too many times we try to pursue the plan of God, those purposes, those intents of God. And we come to that place. We just literally come to that place that we are at that, that spirit of time that we do not allow, uh, just we forget those privileges, the glorious privilege that's been sold on us. And we start taking what God has done lightly. And so before we, we really get into the night's message, you know, each one of us here have a divine appointment. And it's an honor it's an honor to be in the service of the Lord and doing what God would have us to do tonight. Bear with me here, some technical problems going on here. That um, it's such an honor to be connected in the set place that the spirit of Ananiah has directed us to. I want us to take this time to, to thank the Lord for the wonderful things that he has opened and allowed us to encounter, whether it's this present day or not. Just thanking him for how he used you and how he opened the doors and how that he's causing what could have been never exist because it was his grace. Just take a time and just just release a worship unto the Lord and just thank him. Give him that gratitude, that seed of gratitude. You see, we're mindful that, what, that praise is not what we do. It's what we live. You see, if we want to reach the high places, it requires one to give a continuous high praise to God. That praise that says, sir, thank you. You see, when we do this, we will never miss a high-level manifestation of, with that high-level praise. Just, just go on and take a few minutes right now. And just thank your heavenly Father. Thank the King of glory for how he's orchestrating you and how he's causing these things to come forth that others said it could not happen. Are you with me this evening? Are you ready to give God the praise that that praise that um, that caused the tide weight of yesterday don't even exist? In other words, that praise that calls you to step into a room where there is the presence of God and there is the King of kings and the, and the glory of God is, is doing what the glory does. There's a glory seed with your name on it. There's a glory seed that is ready to manifest the provisions of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, our praise is a weapon. And it's, 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 
began to to the strike against those things tried to come against you and to bring victory results. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we stepped into this place of worship, it is not for us just to stay in that place. It is a place that we, we just begin to go to the next level and release that gratitude praise unto God. Hallelujah. So fear not. Because you have a weapon. That weapon will bring you victory every time. Every head bowed, every eye closed. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father, we have done one Odessa, a regular old dominion plus life gathering this week. We want an encounter with God. Father, that those who are experiencing affliction in their body, I decree healing and wholeness in it. Those that need one word from God to change their situation into that glorious manifestation in the heavenly realm. Father, let every supply of God be released. Let angelic systems be go forth, batch forth. And so this night would be a night of encounter. An encounter with God, an encounter with his presence. Now opening, opening. New levels of understanding. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, sir, for it. Let me decrease and you increase. Holy Spirit, you are the senior partner and we're going to follow you fully. Hallelujah. We're glory to God again. Welcome to tonight. Tonight's theme is understanding how to be led by the Spirit. You see, a lot of times we come in the kingdom of God and we are led by a whole lot of things. But it's not always being led by the Spirit. You see, when we are led by the Spirit, there is, there is God, there is the blueprint of heaven guiding us through life. Let's go to Psalms 143. Hallelujah. Anytime in this series. You need a miracle. Just just go on and receive it. Jesus is already here, and he's ready to do what he said he would do. And he's indebted to his word. He's not like some, some folks, they say the word, and they don't do it. He has a trustworthy, he is faithful, he's able to deliver everything he says. All right. Psalms 143, verse 10. It says, teach me to do your will so that I may please you, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. So when he says, let, let your good spirit lead me. So that there must be a bad spirit that leads. John tells us in John 16, 13, in a profound way, when the, the, the truth-given spirit comes, he will unveil the realities of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own. But only what he hears from the Father, he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. And so when we reside or perhaps live a spirit-led life, our lives will be orchestrated by the government of heaven. And many wondrous works and realities will reveal itself in our lives in both remnants, the spiritual remnant and the physical remnant. Once we, we step over into the kingdom remnant, our lives were designed to live off of the supply of God, whether it is unite in holy strategies 
or perhaps exercising or executing divine wisdom. In this time of dispensation, or perhaps this time or this era, it is valid that we operate in the arena of being spirit-led. Without it, we'll end up in some of the wrong places, doing the wrong things, or, or of course, if we'll get the wrong harvest, the harvest that God didn't design for the faithful. It's very important that we examine our hearts to know what's in our hearts. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. We have to examine our hearts in these evil and these dark days. See, Luke, the first chapter, verse 34, it tells us, for with God, nothing is impossible. No word from God will shall be without power or, in, or, in, or impossible for fulfillment. You know, that's a project. You, 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 you just feel an unction that God desires you to have it. But you're looking at your situation and saying, that'll never happen for me. But Jesus tells us, no word from God shall not be without power or possibilities to fulfill. It's not impossible to fulfill. You see, everything that God's word says is attainable. Wherever faith can believe it, it can become a physical reality. You see, when we walk around with our natural eyes closed, we will bump into something, same goes to the spiritual eyes. If your spiritual eyes are closed, you will not have those encounters that God wants you to have. You see, seeing in the spiritual and, and understanding the mysteries of God requires our spiritual eyes to be open and to disclose this wonderful mystery. The glorious thing is God is doing far more in the unseen that we may not even know. He's doing so much. He's causing the awesomeness of his love, the awesomeness of his grace, the awesomeness of his plan. Go to Ephesians second chapter, and then we're going to go to Colossians the first chapter. Ephesians the first, the second chapter. Verse 2, and it says, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the power of the unseen world. He is the, he is the spirit at work in hearts of those who refuse to obey God. This it's what happens when we depend on that outside of the spirit remnant of God. It sounds like God. I felt a, a, a goose bubble. It's, it, it must be God. But to find out, it's the hidden power in the unseen world trying to captivate you to come over or believe in a system that it is not designed for you. You're a covenant abiding believer and say God is faithful and so the covenant word must work for you. Let's go over to Colossians the first chapter. In Colossians the first chapter verse sixteen, it says that we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil world rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty power in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. So the spiritual remnant is the battlefield. The battle takes place in the spiritual remnant. 
There are principalities and powers and forces of devils who don't want who don't want God's sphere of operation of His government reign and His uh, His to advance His internal kingdom agenda and activity. So it can cause a global explosion of His great feel, great feel goodness. There's some things that God wants you to wear in this season. There are some things that God wants you to have in this season. But if you're not being spirit-led, you may miss it. We're working on something. Let's go over to Acts, the 10th chapter. Acts, the 10th chapter, look at verse 19. While Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you. But get up, go downstairs, accommodate them with misgiving. For I have will I have sent them myself. So we see that Ananias will give us specific orders and instruction to accommodate his will and not some drummed up or demonic influence missions and wills. Again, it's valid that we follow the glorious voice and instructions of the Holy Spirit. You see, it was once said, without the Spirit of God, we can do nothing. We are as ships without the wind and branches without the sap and the cold without the fire. We are useless. You see, since the ancients of days, the Holy Spirit has been leading past, present, and future generations. You see, many times dominion believers assume that they are being led by the Spirit. We all probably have our own personal stories on, on how we assume that we were led to do something and to go to a particular place, and later that we found out that it was not the Spirit of God that God does this. You see, following divine instruction is very necessary for your life. It is not your own. It is the glorified God in your body, soul, and in your spirit. Paul tells us, First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, verse twenty. He tells us, "For God bought you with a high price. It wasn't a red light special or blue light special. God bought you with a high price, so you would you must honor God with your body, your spirit, your soul, and your mind." You see, D.L. Moody once said that the world has yet to see what God can do with one man fully surrendering to him. Moody that night said, by God's grace, I'm that man. See, except you're being led by the Spirit, destiny is at risk. You see, if God's Spirit is not leading us, we cannot d- display or exhibit his goal. You're over here trying to solve this problem, but you got the grace and the anointing on the other side of the town. Paul put it in this very clearly. He said in Romans the 8th chapter, verse 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. One version said, a son of God. So any destiny that cannot display the glory of God, that destiny is lacks the vibrant life of God, and it will lead, it won't lead to that shiny path that he said that you should be on. You see, there are many great destinies that never saw the light of the day. It takes the hand that formed the destiny to lead the destiny into fulfillment. You see, when you are led by the Spirit of God, 
The backing of our Father is with you. Not only is with you, is working in you, is working through you. You only enjoy God's backing when He is leading. When He's leading you. Oh, I don't know. I said God is for me. There will be tangible evidence and a supply of God to bring resolution to the situation that he assigned me to. Come to Psalms 23. Look at verse 1. We have said this over and over. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. So being in the Spirit or or being led by the Spirit is what qualifies us to walk in the Spirit. Paul tells us in Galatians 5.25, since you are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit leading in every part of our lives. I'm not talking about just the church life. It's in every part of our lives. So we need to walk in the Spirit in order to enjoy the leading of of God. You see, the Spirit of God is a leading spirit. When the Holy Spirit leads a man, he or she never miss his place. By one encounter with the Spirit of God, Moses is a celebrity in the kingdom of God. He was the only one who saw the the simplicity of God and living to tell the story. See, one encounter with God has the capabilities to take you from a slave status to a king status with infallible proof. In other words, you're not just talking about it. You've got the evidence. You have the witness that the Lord has done such a, a glorious thing from the inside out. See, the kingdom life is designed to bring a son of God in the sphere of dominion betterment. In other words, you go and you you go and connect with God with eternal life one way, and you come out another way. You co- you no longer get you you want your drugs, no longer you want your alcohol, no longer you don't want that crazy idol talking. You want more of God. If you're thirsty and because you're hungry, and that you know that this is an assignment to risk your destiny. Over to Judges, the sixth chapter. Judges, the sixth chapter, verse 12. And it says, The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Now, this is a man who has the, who is the least in his sight. But one encounter with God transformed his life. You see, when God is the one driving your life, your life will never enter into a ditch. No opposition is strong enough to overcome you when you are led by the Spirit of God. See, sometimes dominion believers forget what it means to be authentically redeemed. You see, redeemed means to restore back to life, to remove all matters that rob one from God's Death. Just one encounter with Jesus changed Apostle Paul's life. You see, Paul said yes to Jesus on his way to Damascus. And his destiny turned around. Paul suffered so much persecution. In other words, he played the more part of persecuting the church. But after his encounter with Jesus, God led him. He survived every attack. You see, when God leads you, he places value on your life. You see, direction means the course of taking by moving a moving of a thing out of your way. And take those intoxic elements out of your way, your thought, your life, out of your sight. No more exists. Every day, at all times, one is on a course. Either it's the right course or the wrong course. We all have 
a journey, and our journey requires a decision. It requires us in the United States, we, we believe God or we don't believe God. God said that you are redeemed, but you said, I got this stronghold. This thing is just tear me apart. But God is saying, I redeem you from that. So it's our job that in the United States to believe that, that that redemption power of God is working and doing a good work. And the way I used to think, I think no more. The way I used to respond, I respond no more. The way I used to act, I don't act that way no more. How do you determine the divine direction wherefore can be said in several ways? Knowing God's lead and recognize what he, how he's leading. You see, God, he leads man in different ways. One of the ways he leads, the direction from the Lord ensures you do not suffer the corruption of the world. In Acts, the second chapter, I want you to go to that. Look at verse 27. Acts, the second chapter, verse 27. And it says this. For you will not leave my soul among the dead. Or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. In the grave. Verse 28. That you have shown me the way of life and you will fill me with joy of your presence. So when Israel did not move with the cloud, they were slain by the wild beasts. It gives peace and fulfillment when we are being led by the Spirit of God. You see, when we are led by the Spirit of God, we, we operate in that peace. Isaiah 8, excuse me, Isaiah 48, 18 says, Oh, that you will listen to my commands, and then you will have had peace flowing like a gentle river and righteousness rolling over you like a wave of the sea. See, being led by the Spirit is always active. You will not always have progression, but being led by the Spirit is always on the right road. It is a producer of divine results. A man's direction results of, or are results of contentment and confusion. Mistakes, disappointments, and failures. You see, Isaiah 30, verse 21, your ears will hear me right behind your voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether it's the right or to the left. You see, walking in your own way is walking in rebellion. Let me say it again. Walking in your own way is walking in rebellion. Rebellion will destroy one's life and cause erroneous harvests in their field. It, it, it can be dreadful to move without or in contrary to the divine direction. You see, the word of God gives us light. And without light, your progression is imperfect and ineffective. Psalms 119, 105, it tells you that your word is, is a light to my feet and a lamp to my path. Let me say it again. Your word is a lamp to my to guide my feet and a light to my path. So it is the energy that compels any mechanics to operate well. The word of God is that engine in the heart of man. Your heart decides everything you do. It tells you when to get up. I don't feel like getting up. It tells you when to arrive, when to show up, how you're going to think. Because out of the heart, the issues of life flow. You see, when the Word of God dwells in each one of us, we will begin to operate at the level God ordained us to operate. You see, the security of your destiny lies in the word of God. 
having extraordinary content of the word makes makes for extraordinary heights in life. See, without Christ at the center of anyone's life, there's no success. Until we accept the way, destiny can be fulfilled. Jesus tells us in John, the 14th chapter, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except in me. So all of the triumphant grace and all of the great things that God wants to do in and through you is in Christ. It's in Christ. You see, so many times, believers, if I rub shoulders with this one and that one and this one, and this would happen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except in me. Let's go over to Romans, the eighth chapter. Somebody is getting healed right now. A touch of God is going to receive it. There's virtue right now. It's being deposited in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Romans, the eighth chapter. Look at verse 28. And it says, We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance. He chose them to become like his son and so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself and have given them right standing, he gave them his glory. So every person's journey of life is mapped out by the Spirit of God. Building a strong life of prayer and being totally committed to know God intimately will cause divine instructions to come more clearly. And the ultimate vision from yours you, you for your life, it will be revealed. Now think about this for a moment. Just imagine you just have a friend, you just met that friend. You're not gonna trust them with your treasures because they haven't shown me their faith. They haven't shown themselves they are honorable. So when a man is ultimately connected with destiny and purpose and intents of God, he or she will get on the road of triumphant and favor is to set as a way of life. When we, we pass the test of being faithful, we pass the test of being honorable. You see, instead of you chasing folks, you will seek out uh, out to, uh, to just just get to know your king. Get to know him in ways that you haven't known. You see, each day is has to do with growth and development. When the religiosity and traditional say that you have not experienced this level of prosperity, you haven't experienced this level of goodness, the first thing people think about is sin. When it's actually what level is your commitment? Because if my commitment is on high level, I'm going to honor what he said. His word has priority over all else. See, people you may not know don't have reason to shower his goodness over you. 
all of a sudden, the glory of God is, is taking this on a course being led by the Spirit. Being led by the Spirit to come to download, upload His goodness in your life. God loves you. Please get this. Until you give attention to God's instruction, the world and those who desire, you desire to pay attention to, in other words, when, when we are on the journey of pleasing God and committed to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, you won't focus nor care about pleasing others. You see, this even, throw away your baggage of inferiority, low self-esteem, hoping, wondering how people see you or feel about you. Break free and be determined that your life will be a reflection of one who resides in the sphere of breaking the limitation and encounter the free flow of the Holy Spirit intentionally. Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. You see, when we lay down absolutely on the table of Ananias, all. He will show us the principles that your encounters will be filled with his love and his grace. You will experience new levels of dominion living results. Where God surprises show up. He said, Lord, what is this? He said, this is, this, this is a token of my love. This is a token of my love towards you. It was once said in such an elegant way. We don't know outcomes, but we can walk in the midst of all of this because God's promise. Many in our day assume that the commitment lies on being on a church role and membership. That, that does not birth a solid relationship with our eternal kids. One of the major tools that God used to connect people to divine and positive change is instruction. What have you done with the last instruction God gave? You see, God is the God of instruction. His actions and his divine operations among men many times are connected to instruction. Abraham, our patriarch, he sought him out because he saw that he would train his kids. In other words, instruct them. His actions and his divine operation among men stood out out of the crowd. There were probably many who had children, but they weren't instructed. You see, when God gives you an instruction and it is clear to you to go ahead and obey. See, if you are in a season where the Holy Spirit is leaving you, it's blurry. And you don't know what to do next. I come to tell you it's a season of continuing strong intercession. You see... Jacob was not wrestling with God for the GP, in other words, the general purpose. He was on a hot pursuit to obtain clarity and heaven's GPS route for his life. So the instructions of God to his children are command, and they are not subject to negotiate. Well, Lord, I don't know if I want to really do that. Mary was here. She said, whatever you tell you to do, you do it. You see, you would either obey or you would leave it alone. If God can help you to master obedience to his instruction, the, the sky will be your starting point. 
See, when a righteous man refused to live in, in the arena of obedience, that man is saying he or she don't trust God, nor do they, they want dominion, betterment of life. See, God gives us instructions. He gives us instructions through his written word. He, and he gives us instructions um, through his servants. And that he has gifts and, 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 and talents that, that he has sent for. He deposited in you so that you will be that representative of the kingdom of God. He gives instruction through prophetic operation of the Holy Spirit in us. He gives us the, the he gives us instruction by the prophetic Holy Ghost directing and setting the stage and causing it to just, 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 orchestra navigators. God will not speak to you directly over your issues of life all the time. There are times that he will give someone else, especially his servants, a word for you and that you must be humble to receive from it because it could be the, the writing, the blueprint of your next season or lesson. Go over to Hebrews, the, the second chapter. Hebrews, the second chapter. Let's start at verse 1. It says that we listen very carefully to the truth that we have heard, or we will drift away from it. For the message of God delivered through angels also always stood firm. And every violation of the law and every act of disobedience was punished. And so what makes us think that we escape if we are ignorant to this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard him speak? Don't give the voice of instruction a death tone because it may be the divine instructions that attain strategies that you need to, to avoid destruction. See, being spirit-led will release what Ananiah will for your life because it, 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 it's not going to compromise. It's going to bring it together. It is not going to delay you from reaching your destiny realities that are scheduled for your life because you'll follow him step by step. Follow him step by step because you, you're determined to get to that place that God said that he wants you at. Go to 2 Kings, the fourth chapter. We're going to wrap this up shortly. 2 Kings, the fourth chapter, verse 1. And it said, one day the, the widow of a member of a group of prophets came to Elisa's and cried, my husband who served you is dead. And you know how he, he feared the Lord. But now the creditors are coming and threatened to take my two sons as slaves. What can, what can I do to help you? He's asking me, he said, what can I do? And then he, he's saying, what do you have in your house? You see, many in our day would have said, what are you checking out my house for? Don't worry about what's in my house. I just want to know if you can help me. Look at verse 5. And she did as she was told. Her son kept bringing jars to jars because she followed the structure. He, he told her, go and get the pot. Verse 6. And soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar. And she said to one of her sons, and there aren't any more. And he told her. And the olive oil stopped flowing. And the next instruction, the prophetic instruction that the man of God gave her in verse 7, he said, sell the olive oil or pay your debt you and your sons can live on the leftovers. See, this with a woman, when the prophet gave her instruction, 
she submitted to the instructions. The instructions that the prophet gave her was very simple. Go borrow empty vessels, not a few. He's painting a picture of abundance in her thought life. The next thing he tells her, shut the door behind you and your son and pour the oil. Get this. She pours the oil in the borrowed vessels and then the oil stay. The oil did not finish its stuff. You see, the power and the grace and the provision and the divine assistance, it, it was an interaction with heaven and earth. Your obedience is what keeps the door of activation of promise open, and your disobedience shut the door. Do not forget that the input of God into man's life will stop when his, his obedience is not following those instructions. Maybe tonight, it's somewhere in your life that, that you have allowed some reason, somehow, that, that you did not follow instructions. And you wonder why you got at the road that you got at. He's ready to renew that. Let's reason together and renew our commitment to God. Welcome the authentic life of obedience to grow bigger and from the inside out. You see, your harvest may be screaming from the ground, but it is your obedience that breaks the ground so it can come forth and result of breaking limit realities is your portion. Let's pray. Let's pray. To the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, help me to learn obedience from your word and never stop in my obedience to your divine instruction for my life. In Jesus' name, I seal it in the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, there is very important that we are being led by the Spirit. You see, we may see a lot of darkness, but there is light in Goshen. There is light in Goshen. See yourself not on the end of being defeated, but see yourself on that glorious road where Gosha is continue pouring in. It's getting brighter and brighter. Harvest is flourishing and flourishing. The supernatural is manifesting. Hallelujah. I'm going to pass this over to evangelists, and then I'll come back and speak a blessing into your life. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, God. I don't know about you, but I'm just ready to go and get into a place where I can just hear even more from the Lord, just to put myself in a position that he may be able to show me me. And not only that, but I can take what I've gotten on tonight and hold on to it. So I encourage you to do the same, to continue in the place of worship, continue sitting before the Lord so that he may show you you and he can unfold direction and instruction. And again, I pray that you've taken notes so that you can eat on this for the entire week. Apostle. All right. Shalom. Hallelujah. You know, God loves us so much. He wants us to be in that place of dominion, of betterment. And it happens with our obedience. Tonight, 
just go on and say bye-bye to those things that you may have allowed to slip awarely and unaware. Be determined that you're going to please your God for eternity. You please him in such a way it'll add years to your life. It'll cause favor to come into you that you didn't even think or had a clue that God loves you that much. He loves you so much. And every day we see it, the love of God. Because what it could have been hasn't been. But we ought to give God the thanks and the praise. This week I speak the blessing of the Lord over you from the inside out. That supernatural grace, supernatural favor will come as you will hearken and do according to his will and according to his word. May there be a summons of the kingdom of God resting on you and rising you up and visitation, manifestation, and demonstration of God's love, his power, and his government flow will freely come. This is for someone with a, a child. I don't know if it's male child or female child that they got themselves in a situation. But because of the grace of God, that there is going to be a divine reversal. And that divine reversal is going to turn things around. It's going to turn it around. So be encouraged, be strengthened, and know all things work for the good of those who love God. Take the time this week to get more acquainted with your heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Just take the time to love on Jesus and cause his love to come on you like never before. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming tonight. And may the blessing of the Lord be on you. Let us hear your testimony and your story of victory and how these these webinars has been a blessing to your life. We want to hear them. Send them to islovereign at icloud.com. Love you guys. Have an amazing week. And I want to thank all that used their supply tonight. It was glorious. And we are so grateful. Just remember this, Jesus is Lord. And he reigns in power and authority. Love you all. Shalom, shalom.